Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be paralysis of analysis. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who gives kind of a play-by-play -play of what happened at a party that he went to recently. He met this girl that he liked. He did a good – at the very end of the party, he got her number. But the problem is you can see by his thinking, he's just overanalyzing everything. So it's like – he was going to call her a day or two after he got her number and now it's like several days have gone by and he still hasn't reached out to her. And on top of that, she sent him a Facebook friend request and he still ha is not doing anything with that. He's just – he's like a dog chasing his tail. He's kind of spinning around in circles. And what you see here is what's really going on. It's like a lot of people do this, not just with their personal relationships when it comes to – when they get to a place and they realize that their current job sucks ass. They think about it and they just – they never do anything about it or they realize – they go into their doctor and the doctor says, if you don't lose 100 pounds, you're going to drop dead of a heart attack in the next year or two and they do nothing. They just suffer the paralysis of analysis and you kind of see that here. When you allow things like this, when you allow your irrational fears to hijack you and just keep you stuck in place, it robs you of your life. It robs you of your time that you can never get back. We all have a limited amount of time here. And it ruins good opportunities because the more you dither and hesitate, eventually a woman's going to say, this guy's got no confidence. He doesn't know what to do. And then they just roll their eyes and that's it. You're out. You blew it. And just I, you know, I see this a lot. Just too many people miss out on great opportunities because they're suffering from the paralysis of analysis. So I have a quote that I wrote in this topic and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, most people in life tend to dither and hesitate and delay making important decisions or taking important actions because they suffer from the paralysis of analysis. This is caused by their irrational fears. Human beings have two primary fears. Number one, fear that they don't have what it takes to succeed. And number two, fear that they won't be loved and accepted by their friends, family, or peer group. <clears throat> Taking imperfect action is always better than taking no action at all. Why? At least with taking action, you get results that you can base subsequent action upon in order to refine and improve your approach. Basic science teaches us that bodies in motion tend to stay in motion and bodies at rest tend to stay at rest. Life happens when you move. Stagnation happens when you don't and this guy he's starting to stagnate so let's go through his email he says hey Corey I stumbled everybody stumbles on my videos you didn't stumble dude you showed up right on time right on purpose one thing that gave me some real peace about my past was a quote that I heard I think it was Panache Desai was the first person to say this, he said, he said, there's, there's nothing wrong. Everything that you ever did, you were meant to do. In other words, every action that you took in the past, you took that action that way and it couldn't have happened any other way. And when you really think about that, and especially the older you get and the more you look back on your life and you can kind of see the dots and how just magic things lined up or – you know, because everybody's gone through shitty times in their life and the older you get, the more you've gone through those difficult and challenging times 
And the longer you're able to, the longer period of time you're able to look back upon in your life and see how just one person walked into your life and that completely changed five years from that point on, maybe the city that you lived in or the friends that you have. I mean, I had one friend that I met when I was 18, 19 years old, and that one friendship that I made, and that particular friend's not even in my life anymore. But that particular friend introduced me to a, a guy who eventually became a business partner of mine, and I met several people through him because of that. That caused me to move to Orlando to be able to come up and see the city and fall in love with it. I mean, that. He completely changed my life just by the fact that he was in my life. And it's really cool. The older you get, you can look back and see those things and see that synchronicity there. But it's like what Steve Jobs said. You really can't connect the dots going forward. It's only looking back that you can see, wow, that lined up perfectly. That re- Like that relationship that you may be suffering over or thinking about five, ten years from now, You'll look at it and go, God, that was like the best thing that ever happened to me. I had so many great experiences because of what I learned from that. So when somebody says they stumbled across my work, it's like, no, you showed up right on time, dude. You're supposed to be here right now. So let's go – so let's back to his email. He says, I was catching a few YouTube videos here and there and then recently I've been watching more and I'm on my second read of your book. Well, if you've been following me for a long time and you've only read the book twice or you're on your second read, come on, man. I mean seriously. That's a half-ass effort. That's like somebody that joins the gym on January 1st like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I'm going to get in shape. And they go to the gym two or three times and they don't go back for six months and then maybe they end up canceling their membership. And then they bitch like, I'm, not, I'm just getting fatter and fatter and I can't figure it out. Deep down, they know what the problem is, but that's the story that they tell themselves to continue justifying their inaction. He says, I'm taking in so much that I never learned anywhere else, such as from my family and friends, so I'm grateful for your work. Now almost every day, the world looks slightly different to me as my perception picks up on the ideas you talk about. One of my favorite Wayne Dyer quotes, he says, When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. That's a pretty deep one. Might take a couple tokes and contemplate that. Have a glass of wine, whatever you do. Eat some chocolate. Contemplate on that one for a while. Because whatever you focus on in life, it's going to expand. Where, Where intention goes, energy flows. That's why it's so important to focus on your outcome and move in that direction. Even if you don't, it's like when I started this business, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew how I wanted to help people. I knew how I could help people because it was something I'd already had done in my own life and I was helping my friends and my family. But I knew I wanted to do it, but I just didn't know how I was going to get there. So I started taking action. I started trying different things marketing wise a lot of the stuff that I that worked on television didn't work on the internet it's like I it's like I had to literally throw everything away that I learned I literally had spent millions of dollars on television advertising over the years and I had to start all over again and that can be really difficult when you've had it's challenging when you've had lots of success and then all of a sudden everything that you knew it's like you see a lot of guys that play in the NFL and they make lots of money and within two, two years, 
they're completely broke. And then they're flipping burgers somewhere. It's like they don't know what to do with their lives. It's like they never planned for it. It's like when that money's just rolling in, you think it's always going to be there. But that kind of a sport, I mean, you got a, you got a period of time that you're going to be an athlete and that's it. I, guess I just saw over the weekend, who was it, Roy Jones Jr., I think he always had a fight in Russia and he got knocked out. I mean, the guy was a brilliant fucking fighter. But I think he retired almost 10 years ago, whatever it was. Sometimes you got to let it go. He says, I'm practicing new ways and I'm more motivated to dress better and keep living my space or keep my living space more guest friendly. Well, you never know who you're going to meet. And if you're always prepared, because if you've become really good at applying this stuff, you might run into some random woman somewhere, have a connection and then end up hanging out the whole day together. And later on that evening, you're back at your place. And if your fucking toilet hasn't been cleaned in three months and you got dirty clothes laying everywhere and you got fucking toothpaste in the sink and your and your bathroom and your kitchen, you got all every single one of the dishes in your house is in the sink and they're dirty and it stinks and your garbage can's overflowing. That's not gonna go over too well. It's gonna go over like a lead balloon. ABP, always be prepared. So he says, anyway, I met a very pretty woman out partying at a friend's house last weekend. She was dressed in a cool outfit and she made, that she made herself. She had a subtle, shy smile and was very confident with herself in that bare shoulder dress. So I was attracted to her and chatted with her a few times during the night. So the idea is when you meet somebody and you really connect with them, there's no reason to walk away from that. The idea is to create an opportunity for sex. If the chemistry is really there, the idea is to get to a place where it's just you and her and she's playing with her hair and touching your arm and you're kind of alone someplace. I think you need to get over with and kiss me right now. While you're making out, you say, hey, you want to get out of here and go back to my place and have a glass of champagne? She likes you and she really feels the, the connection. And you're letting her do 80, 90% of the talking. It's just a natural progression of the evening. Why not? You got to be prepared for that. But I understand when you're just learning. I wasn't that smooth when I, I started out. I mean, I, if you read my book, you know, it was a fucking train wreck. He says, I, but at the end of the day, if you're, if you're following my videos and you're reading my book, you got no fucking excuse, especially you've been following me for a long time, he says, and he's just now getting around the second time of reading it. But it's like think about how much – how long ago was that? Was that six months, a year ago? I mean I talked to people that have been following me for two years and they barely read the book once. It's like that's a half-assed effort. And it's not just that area of their life. It's every area of their, that your, their lives are like that. And when you don't – wherever you put your energy and your focus and your time and your action, that's going to determine where you're going to end up in the future. And most people just spin around in circles and they never go for the things they want because they're completely paralyzed by their fears and they make excuses. Remember, people will act consistently with who they view themselves to be, whether that view is accurate or not. And if you don't feel like you deserve to have what you want, when you encounter an opportunity like this, what happens? People start dithering and, and hesitating. It's like a dog chasing its tail, going around in circles and not making any progress. 
He says, I shared my attention with her only a little bit since I was running into many friends at the party, making other new ones and just plain enjoying myself alone and with other people. And of course, I wanted to give her plenty of space. So that tells me you were all in your head and you're thinking, okay, well, now I need to walk away from her for a while and go talk to somebody else. If the connection's there and the chemistry's there and she's playing with her hair right away, why would you want to leave that? Continue hanging out. Have Hang out, have fun, hook up. That's the magic formula. This is what happens when you follow me for a long time and you're just now on the second read of your book and you watch a few videos here and there. It tells me you're not really that serious of a student. So therefore, how can you expect to really succeed in a quick manner? Remember, all the great success stories that I've read over the years, the best ones are guys that follow the instructions and read it 10 to 12 times and they just immerse themselves in it. I mean, if you took this kind of approach towards a class in college, you would fucking fail. You can't just half-ass it and show up when you feel like it and not take any notes in class, not study for the test, and then just show up expecting you're going to ace them. Unless, of course, you're a genius, but I certainly wasn't. I had to study. I had to work when I was in college to pass. He says, when we chatted, we didn't trade too many words as they found her a bit on the shy or the quiet side. But I learned that she moved here for a job and she said she liked the same kind of music as me. Again, that's partly leading the conversation, asking questions. She should have been doing most of the talking anyways, dude. Because when you let uh, get the other and encourage the other person to talk, it creates rapport. I enjoyed that she stayed out very late dancing with me and my group of friends. So before I left... I invited her out to look at the lawn sculptures, which I was surprised to find were covered in heavy plastic. I gently lifted up a corner of it to see what was underneath and saw that one of the parts had broken off and landed on the damp grass. So I gently reattached it and we started stared at it, glowing in the dark for a few seconds. Well, it's pretty smooth how you invited her out. I mean, that should have happened earlier because there could have been another dude at the party that was just much better and smoother at this. Maybe he read my book and next thing you see is this chick's going home with that guy. I saw that happen a lot in my fucking 20s and I was always baffled by that. I was like, I was just talking to that girl. I don't get it. And I was just going on with that dude. That dude was a 3% man and I was a 97%er back then. He says, then in a teasing voice but one hair more serious than usual, I asked her if she was really telling the truth about liking the same kind of music as me. She looked dead into my eyes and said she liked it but didn't know much about it. So I told her that I'd like to go out dancing at the DJ's next concert with her and asked for her phone number, which she gave me. I mean, it's good that you asked for the phone number, but I would have made a date right on the spot, dude. That's what the book teaches. But the bottom line is you still got her number. So, I mean, it's up to you. The idea is I want you to get there as quick as possible. And the more you practice this stuff, the more you rehearse it, the better you're going to get at it. I waited a few days without getting in touch with her because I had stuff to do including repairing my phone and during this time and in between working on other things, I realized my foot was still – now this is where the paralysis of analysis comes in. I realized my foot was still healing from a car accident so I can't actually go dancing yet. It took me another day to realize I should simply ask her to do something else instead. A whole day to figure that out. 
What do you, what do you think he's doing? I really like this girl. Ah! Should I ask her out? I don't know. He's like just going around in circles and not really getting anywhere. The more you dither and hesitate, the higher the likelihood is you're going to masturbate. Pull the fucking trigger, dude. Then that day or the next, two or three days after we first met, she sent me a Facebook friend request. I think she's interested. Do you think she's trying to get me into her orbit because I haven't called her yet? What does the book say about that? That's one of the reasons why you take slow, measured steps. You take your time. Think about it. If you had lots of women in your life, if you're a busy professional, you might be busy with meetings for the next couple of days. You don't have time to call her and spend a few minutes on the phone with her. Maybe you're just so busy. You're like, I, I, I get some time Wednesday. I'm going to call her then or whatever it happens to be. The idea is remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. And so you ask for the phone number. 99% of the guys that ask for a phone number, they're going to usually call that night or the next day. A couple, and that's why I, I say in the book, two to four days, I mean it really depends. If you meet her on a Friday, call her on a Monday or a Tuesday. You know, This happened to be a weekend, so Tuesday or Wednesday is fine. And you just give it a couple of days because you never know. She might reach out to you first because remember, obviously it doesn't sound like he gave her his phone number. But she tracked him down on Facebook. And what does that tell me? More than likely, she had a high attraction level. She's thinking, oh, maybe he lost my number. Remember, it's like the Adam Carolla quote. When a woman likes you, the doors start opening and all you have to do is walk through them. But if the doors start closing in your face, you just walk away. So that's really a great sign. That tells me this girl really likes you. So what does he do with this? He says, or did she put me in Facebook friend zone? So she reaches out on Facebook and what does he do? Oh, what do I do? Does she like me? I don't know. Let me think about this some more. When you dither and hesitate, you will masturbate. So if she reaches out on Facebook, accept the friend request, Call her. When you accept the friend request, you can call her at a time when you're available and say, hey, I just accepted – You know, so you can accept the friend request and then send her a text. Say, hey, I just got your Facebook friend request and accepted it. I'd really love to get together and have dinner with you sometime. My foot's not healed from an accident yet so that we'll have to put the dancing off. But when are you free to get together? Something really simple. Pull the fucking trigger and get to the point. But again, why do you think he's dithering and hesitating? Because he didn't read the book 10 to 15 times. He's been following me for a while. He says, by the way, sometimes with women, I find it hard to tell if my teasing is too intense. I know lots of women who can never be offended and get my sense of humor, but sometimes I can't tell if they're really upset or just playing along intensely. The answer to that is who gives a fuck? I live for myself and I answer to nobody, just like Steve McQueen. So what does it tell you when you tease a woman and she gets butthurt and you just met her and you're just being playful because that's who you are? 
If a woman gets butthurt and pissed off and offended, well, guess what? She just disqualified herself from your life. You don't even have to spend another moment of your life with her. Just let her go. I've had instances when I, I've been out and had a couple girls come over and we start talking. And I was, you know, me, I'm dropping one f bomb after another. And she's like, "Oh, yeah, you, oh, you shouldn't talk like that." Huh? I was like, "Well, it's just the way I fucking talk. If you don't like it, well." It is what it is. I said something along those lines and she goes, oh, peace out. I was like, we'll see you later. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. And she walked away and guess what happened? About five minutes later, guess who fucking came back? I didn't care. I'm going to be me. If you don't like it, well, no problem. I'm not going in here anymore. I'm, I'm the rock. I'm the mountain. That's the way you got to be. So at the end of the day, a woman with a healthy self-esteem who has a lot of confidence is just going to presuppose that you're goofing around and joking around with her and you're not being serious. A woman who gets butthurt and defensive at the slightest thing, I've dated women that are like that, just fucking stunningly beautiful women. You, you tease them, you make fun of their accent a little bit, make fun of their boobs jiggling a little bit, whatever it happens to be. These are even girlfriends I've had. And it's like, and they get all butthurt and offended. It's like, that's a real fucking turn off. That's why it's, it's really great to use humor because you can see what the other person is made of. And think how much time that saves you. You tease a girl and she gets buttered. It's like you saved yourself the money, taking her out. You saved yourself the time and you saved yourself getting all wrapped up emotionally and whether or not it's going to work out or not. Pretty simple. I mean because relationships are hard enough and you want somebody that's got a good fucking attitude and it's not going to get butthurt at every single thing that you say. Because a woman with a healthy at, at self-esteem is going to assume that you're just being goofy and playful and she's going to fuck with you back. And if you do hurt her feelings, she's going to say, hey. And she's a good communicator. She's going to say, hey, honey, when you said this the other day, it really kind of hurt my feelings. Really, baby, tell me about that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. What did I say exactly? Get her to talk and tell you all about it. And then you can have great makeup sex. Women who communicate in a healthy way will talk to you about it. And it's really easy to resolve. It's not a big deal. But women who don't, they give you the silent treatment. They get pissed off. They tell you they don't want to talk about it, whatever it happens to be. And that's just a fucking drag. Because at the end of the day, if you're going to have – your relationships with anybody, you're going to piss other people off. You're going to hurt other people's feelings. And if – you can't hurt somebody else's feelings and they tell you about it in an adult way and you work things out. It's like that friendship or that relationship is just not going to last very long. He says, I know lots of women who can never be offended and get my sense of humor. Those are the kind that you want to date just like I was talking about. But sometimes I can't tell if they're really upset or just playing along intensely. Well, just assume they're playing along. And if it turns out that they're not, what did Mick Jagger said? Fuck them if they can't take a joke. I mean seriously. They get their panties in a while and you just met them and they're, they get all butthurt and they expect you to modify your language. They expect you to change who you are. That's just not happening. No fucking way. When you stop li living your life according to other people's expectations, it is so freeing. When you stop giving a fuck what other people think about you because quite frankly, other people's opinion of you, it's none of your fucking business. It's their problem. It's their opinion. And you know what they say about opinions? Everyone's got – they're like assholes. Everyone's got one and they all fucking stink. 
For example, this woman I met last weekend is from Boulder originally. But when I could remember her name, obviously she wasn't very memorable. When I couldn't remember her name, I called her Denver as a joke. She said to me an hour or two later, don't ever call me that again. Ooh, don't ever take that tone of voice with me unless you're going to kiss me. Make fun of a girl when she's got a shitty attitude. And if she gets even more about her, it's like, holy shit, you go. And if she's got one of her friends, it's like, is she always like this? Where did you find her? Oh my God, what rock did you crawl from underneath? Honey, you need to get laid. Honey, you need a shot. Just give it right back to her. She gets pissed off. Next, see ya. You know, you don't want to spend a, mo- a moment more of your life with her. He says, of course, masculine energy is solid in its intent, and I know I was just being playful by suggesting that she caught my attention enough for me to remember something about her, but not every last detail. Yeah, you obviously weren't that into her, dude. You didn't remember her fucking name. If you if she was smoking hot and knocked your socks off, you'd remember her name. So you shouldn't waste your time with that girl. He says, however, I really can't tell if I'm putting my foot in my mouth. And at the end of the day, so what, dude? Fuck them if they can't take a joke. And with the other girl that's reached out to you on Facebook, pull the fucking trigger, dude. Ask her out. You keep dithering and hesitating. She's going to start to realize that you lack confidence. And when you do things like this and you make excuses, people that tend to make excuses like this, what do they tell their friends? Like, oh, it never works out for me. Girls just don't. I thought this girl really liked me and then I finally asked her out and she said no. If you don't follow the things that I teach in my book, it's you're just not going to be very successful. And it sucks when you blow great opportunities with great women. But the idea, read the book 10 to 15 times, learn the fundamentals, get out there and apply it. I like the fact that you asked for her phone number. That shows a lot of confidence. But it's like after the fact, it's like you kind of fumbled the football. People that are doing things like that, the paralysis of analysis – Typically, what it is is they don't think they deserve to have what they really want. And so that's what they do. That You literally are sabotaging your own success. Because the idea is ask her out on a date. If she's into you, she'll make the date. And if she's not, she'll make excuses. It's quite simple. When a woman's really interested, she'll help you get to her front porch. And if she's not, she's going to put all kinds of obstacles and make all kinds of excuses for you. You're looking for the woman that makes makes it easy for you and opens the doors. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a Skype phone or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. (laughs) 